so we're going to talk about, like you said, like how we can continue to thrive and, and put food on our family's plate in the middle of all this. Um, and I think that this is going to be something that this training and this information will stand the test of time because it's going to help you, um, one, be creative, but two, see value in what you know and how you can um, package that and sell that online. Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again this week. I hope that you are surviving, which is about the best we can say right now, which is kind of sad, I know. But it has been such a crazy couple of weeks. And I will say that the silver lining in all this, which I'm trying to look for silver linings, and one of the biggest silver linings I have found has been the creativity that has come out of this time that we are all spending whether it be because you are out of a job or you're working from home now or whatever the case may be, I'm seeing businesses and people get resourceful. And I think it's been interesting to see that when you take away that safety net of always being busy, what we can accomplish. You know, I think we all say, all the time, the response when someone says, how are you, is our go-to is, oh, I've just been so busy, or I've just got so much on my plate, or I've got so much going on. And I'm trying really hard to look at this time that we have been given, in a way, to use it as a way to kind of see what can be done when you remove the chaos of our lives, the busyness of our lives. I know for me the other day I was sitting out in the driveway as the girls were playing in a sprinkler and they were riding their bikes back and forth. And I remember thinking like it was a Thursday afternoon and I was like, okay, typically on a Thursday afternoon, we would have school pickup and we would have homework and we'd have snacks and we'd have getting dinner ready. And then my oldest would have softball practice and my husband would be trying to rush home from work and get home by six or six 30 if that. And then we'd have a couple hours before bedtime and we'd rush to do baths and bedtime stories. And then we'd, my husband and I would maybe sit on the couch and watch TV for a little while, or I'd read a book or something like that. But it was this go, go, go all the time. And our day was like that all the time. And now I found myself sitting in the driveway with nothing to do, but watch my children play together. And I'm trying to find little moments like that to remind myself that this can be a blessing in disguise. And I'm not trying to minimize what's happening in our world today. I'm not trying to minimize the severity of this disease that's going around, but I'm also trying to, the Enneagram seven in me is always looking for something to be thankful for, something to be excited about, something to be grateful for. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. And with this podcast is I want to make sure that I'm giving you something of value that you can use in this time to create a silver lining for yourself. And so I'm really excited about today's guest. I'm chatting with Brittany McBean and it was interesting because she emailed me a day or two before our interview and she said, Hey, I've really been thinking about, we were going to talk about just how to create copy that sells and how to create content that people connect with. And she emailed me and she said, you know, I've really been thinking about what's going on in our world. And I really feel like that if you're okay with it, can we pivot and do something a little bit different and offer some value to people that might be looking for a way to create income from this time without feeling like you're taking advantage or being opportunistic. And I loved that she was willing to pivot. I loved that she was willing to kind of change what we originally had planned on doing and make it into something so much more valuable for this time of where we're at right now. 
And I think you're going to really love what she has to say here because she's got like the amount of information she's sharing with us today is unbelievable. She's going to walk you through step by step how you can take what you are good at, even if it's not what your day-to-day job is. It doesn't have to be you turning the fact that you are an educator in high school into an online course. It's taking something that you are good at that will solve a problem for people right now and use it to benefit others. So I'm going to let her do all the explaining because she's got all of the tips and the process that you can go through. She's got a free resource you can download called Make Money Online by Teaching What You Know. And she has she's offering that to you completely free so you can find it in the show notes. You can just scroll down, click on that, and download that free resource. And we're going to have her back on to talk about kind of the 2.0 version of this. So if you're listening to this, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to implement this, but then what? Don't worry, guys. We've already made a plan for her to come back on, and we're going to go take this even one step further for those of you that are ready to really dive deep into this. Okay, one more thing before we go ahead and get into the interview. I want to mention really quickly that in this conversation, we talk about a resource called Flowdesk. Now, I have talked on this podcast before about how I was using ConvertKit for my email marketing. I recently made the switch to Flowdesk, and guys, I could not be happier with that decision. If you are on my email list, you've probably even seen some of the change in design and the templates that I'm using with Flowdesk now. So one of my biggest reasons for switching to Flowdesk is the price, because I was paying monthly for ConvertKit upwards of $80 to $100 a month. And it continued to go up in price based on how many people were on my email list. What I love about Flowdesk is that it's one price no matter the size of your list. So you can grow your list without fear of growing the amount you're owing each month. Now, Flowdesk also has beautiful templates that are super easy to customize. They're drag and drop. And because they're still in beta phase, you can get it for a ridiculously amazing price. So I have a special offer for you. If you go to the show notes and click the link for Flowdesk, you can get half off for life. Guys, I'm talking you're paying $19 a month for the lifetime that you have the program. It is not a first year only or the first two months. This is forever. You can get it for half off for as long as you you are using the system. So head to the show notes. Click the link for Flowdesk and make sure you check them out. I think you're going to be really, really happy with them. Okay, guys, let's jump into my conversation with Brittany McBean. Hey, guys, I'm here with Brittany McBean. Welcome, Brittany, to the Girl Means Business Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. I am quarantined and sheltering in place with the toddler, so I'm great. How are you? (laughs) I'm right there with you. I've got two little ones at home and it's it's been a lot. So it's an interesting time that we are in right now for sure. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so how old is your little one? She uh, turned two in February and she oh, is so much fun. Such a happy baby. But like I have never seen a human with this much energy in my life. <laughs> Don't you wish you could like bottle it and sell it? Because then we would be like millionaires if we could do that. Every day. Every yeah. day I'm like drinking my coffee, trying to wake up and she's literally bouncing off the walls. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, if the tables were turned. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where does it all go? I don't understand. I know it's crazy. (laughs) It's funny. Like I watch mine and I'm just like, how is it that you are not just like done at the end of the day? Cause mine will go, go, go all day long and they have each other to feed off of. And then it's like eight 30 at night and we're trying to like settle down and get ready for bed. Cause our bedtimes are all like off right now. And I'm like, how is it that you're not just crashing? Cause I'm crashing. How are you not crashing? But they just have like, it, there's no off button. It's insane. Yeah. My girl's the same. It's zero to a hundred and then a hundred to zero. And then there's nothing in between. There's yeah. no wind down. It's just all up or sleep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm excited to chat with you today. So I want to start by letting you share a little bit about who you are, what you do, and kind of your story behind how you got to where you are now. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Yeah, so I am a copywriter and an online marketing strategist, and I primarily serve female-led entrepreneurs who have online businesses, who are course creators, membership creators, online educators, or coaches. So that's kind of fancy-schmancy jargon for I help people find the messaging that sounds like them and sells their stuff. Um, And so that can be anything from, you know, launches to websites, to email sequences, to sales pages. But I help um, either write those for people or help those women figure out their messaging that's going to help them sell their product and their brand. So that is what I do. Um, I've been doing that for a little over a year now, but before I really got nerdy about persuasion psychology and, um, and persuasive words and messaging, I was in social media marketing for about five years before that. And so, um, I kind of took all of my, um, my love for that. And what I really loved doing was, um, finding the stories to tell and the way to reach people and to way to reach the people, like the right people, the people that, um, I knew would connect with me and that, um, I would connect with as well. And then, um, I started teaching other people to do the same thing. And all of that translated to, um, the copywriting and marketing strategy that I do now. That's awesome. So have you always loved like writing and, words and understanding like how words work or is that something that came later? That's a really interesting question. So it took a lot for me to say like I'm a writer and I have a writing business. Um, I, so I'll back up a little bit. So um, we met my daughter uh, February 10th, 2018. She was born February 9th and she is adopted And before that, we had two years of infertility, and um, I had three miscarriages in about seven months, and then we moved into the adoption process. And I had already been, this is going somewhere, I promise, (laughs) I had um, been really showing up very heavily online for a while in my business, and I just kind of had this sense of like, it would be really weird if one day I just showed up with a baby when I've been sharing my whole life with people, even though I don't think people like that we have to share the deepest parts of our life online to run a successful business. But I was just trying to figure out how do I share this story? And so I started sharing our family's journey and, um, you know, our, our path to becoming parents in ways that was boundaried and appropriate. Um, and then when we brought our daughter home, I, um, kind of started sharing not her story because that is hers and that is private, but just our experience of adoption and our stories of family And it just felt really good and it felt really right. And I also felt like I was still able to maintain privacy. Um, But that's, that's neither here nor there. People started commenting on my posts and um, just different things I was sharing saying, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. Like I would read this book. I would pre-order this book. And I thought that was such an interesting comment because I didn't consider myself a writer. I just thought I was sharing our story and my story from my perspective, like I wanted to own my story. I didn't like a lot of the infertility narratives that were out there. I didn't like the adoption narratives that were out there. And so I wanted to share what I thought was important and what was reality. Um, And so in doing that, I kind of developed and honed a method and a strategy and started teaching that to other women. But it it definitely took a while before I could say I'm a writer and I have a writing business. Um, I didn't do amazing in high school English. Like sometimes I get confused about where commas go and 
all of that is okay because a copywriter is not, um, and doesn't have to be a grammar Nazi or a grammar specialist. Like all I have to do is know how to use the right words that people need to hear to understand that the product that we are selling is for them and will solve their problem. So um, I can confidently say I'm a writer and I have a writing business, but it took me a really long time to get there because I didn't understand that what I was good at was messaging and online messaging, which is writing and putting it into words. Yeah. That's so awesome. So it's funny, two things I thought of when you were saying that one is I literally had an argument with my oldest daughter the other day over her like you know, homeschool homework about where commas go. <laughs> Cause she was doing like commas in a list. And I was like, wait, and I, it started making me like question what I knew about commas. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, maybe I don't know where commas go. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I have all the resources and I look at them and when I get confused, I have a question. And then I also have a copy editor. Like my clients get polished products, but, um, it is really important for me to like tell people like you can be a good writer for your business without being a good writer. Mm-hmm. And it's how I pay our bills full time. <laughs> so, yeah, well, and I think I've learned in the past couple years and especially in the past year or so with the podcast and everything is that how powerful words really are. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, it's easy. And I say this a lot on the show about how like content is so important. Like you content should be sort of the foundation of your, your business, because it's what you're putting out into the world that people are going to connect with you through, whether it's social media content or it's blog content or podcast content, or even just the wording on your landing page or your sales pages. But I have always had the narrative in my mind that I'm not good at that. So you know, you, and you talked about the psychology behind it. I think this is, I'm really interested in psychology and all of this about why people do the things that they do. And, you know, we kind of grow up learning, and this is going to sound very sort of gender stereotypical here, but, you know, girls kind of grow up being told like that girls aren't good at math. Mm -hmm. And I think in the same sense, like I was all, I had this narrative in my mind that I was not good at writing. Like I'm very to the point And I'm very, because I am more of the analytical side. I taught math for 14 years in the classroom. And so my brain goes straight to like, get to the answer, get to the result. Whereas when you're trying to connect with somebody, it has to be more about the journey and the story. And I could be wrong and you could totally correct me if I am. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's always been the narrative in my mind of, well, I'm not good at this aspect of it. And that's always been kind of a block I've had in my business of, if I'm not good at connecting through my words, mm-hmm. that's why I started the podcast. Because I can talk to people all day long and I can make that connection. But if you ask me to put it on paper, it's a totally different ballgame. So I'm really curious to kind of see what you have to say about kind of overcoming that block and whether you think that's something that people naturally have versus you can learn how to do it. Yeah. And we could do a whole podcast on that. And really, I mean, what we're talking about here is is brand voice essentially. And um I mean, I, I hear that from everyone. Like you are not the first person to say that to me. All of my clients come to me saying that so many people, um, that show up in my DMs, that's what we talk about because we just, we have trouble calling ourselves a writer first and foremost. So like, I just want to take that and switch it to forget about the writing piece and just, we are, we are connecting through our message. So it's, it's just messaging Mm -hmm. and it's just words. And if we can say words, we can write words. And so many people, like you said, like we, we can talk in person or on video all day long, but the second we go to put it on digital paper, well, that like super weird, um, used car salesman comes out or we turn into like a professional robot and both are confusing to our, our audience because it's, it's, incongruent with who we are and it's a little bit gross or weird. Um, and I just really believe that we get to write the way that we talk. And I think that that's a really powerful tool because most of our markets are saturated. Um, most of us are in an industry or do something that a lot of other people do. And I think that's a really good thing. It means there's market validation for what we do, but the thing that is going to cause someone to hire us, listen to us, follow us, sign up for our email list is our messaging and whether they connect with us or not. And if you don't connect with me, well, then there are a lot of other copywriters or marketing strategists that you can connect with. And that's good. Like I want people to be in my community who want to be in my world and who I want to connect with and all of that. So, um, 
that was a really long-winded answer of that. I just think we get to write the way we talk because people read like they're hearing us, you know? And, and so just think about your messaging and connecting through your message rather than I'm writing and writing is scary, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I know I could talk to you all day about this too, but, um, let's go ahead and get into kind of the topic we want to go over today, which as we're recording this, obviously we're living in a very interesting time with the COVID-19 and everybody kind of being in isolation and, trying to navigate the waters as business owners and what this means for our business going forward. Um, I know for me in the photography world, like there's a lot of wedding industry professionals that are really struggling right now because they've had weddings that have, that were income for their household and they're being postponed or canceled. And that means money not coming in. Or I've known people who have, you know, physical storefronts and they're having to shut down their storefronts and they can't sell their products. And so with all of this, there's been this shift now to how can I have a business that is sustainable and successful without having to rely on what I already was doing. And mm-hmm. so that's what you kind of, you had come reached out to me and said, you know, let's maybe look at some ways we can talk about this in this episode so that it's relevant to what's going on. And I love that you are doing that. And so let's talk a little bit about the idea of pivoting your business and using what you already know how to do to make money and to serve others in a different way. Yeah. I mean, like you said, this is a really weird time. I mean, I'm 32 and I've never really had, I've never experienced anything like this. Like I remember when SARS happened and it was just in the news, but most of us are experiencing these unique challenges for the first time ever. And so we're going to talk about, like you said, like how we can continue to thrive and, and put food on our family's plate in the middle of all this. Um, and I think that this is going to be something that this training and this information will stand the test of time because it's going to help you, um, one, be creative, but to see value in what you know and how you can um, package that and sell that online in a very um, sustainable and scalable way. So that's one thing that I want to teach you guys how to do now if you're kind of in panic mode, whether you were laid off or um or you have an online business and all of your clients ghosted you, or, you know, you had this, um, whatever it is, whether you're an actor or in the entertainment industry or a singer or, um, a service provider or wait staff or, um, a small business owner or a brick and mortar owner, you know, you can take something that you already do and already know very well, and you can teach it back to other people to help them right now and to keep bringing in income into your home. Yeah. I was telling somebody the other day, you know, for, of all the times for this to happen, we live in the perfect age for this to happen because we have so many technology opportunities. I mean, just the other day, like if I was FaceTiming friends and we've done like Skype chats with our, our couple friends and we've had happy, you know, virtual happy hours and I'm hosting a virtual workshop and there's so many ways that we can use our resources without ever having to leave our house. You know, if this had happened 20 years ago, none of this would be available to us. So we're very fortunate in the fact that I'm always trying to look for the silver lining here, but we are, we're very fortunate in the fact that we have the resources available to make money online, to be able to have a business that we can run from our, in our pajamas, from our couch. And especially with the time that we're in, people are looking for ways to, to do that. And this is the great opportunity to do that. So I'm ready to dive in. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, how you can one, figure out what it is that you can offer people. Because I think there's some people sitting at home thinking, okay, I, you know, like you said, I'm a waiter at a restaurant or I um, am a musician or I'm a teacher or whatever, and I don't have a job right now. What can I do? What do I have to offer? So how can we kind of hone in on a skill that we might have available to help others in this time? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I have a couple different ways of thinking about this because I think at the end of the day, if we don't like, we don't have confidence in what we're teaching, you're just not going to going to bite the bullet and do it. So I want you to, I'm going to give you a couple of ways of thinking about the, the best things you can teach. But, um, I also just want to give you permission to say, I'm just doing this one thing just to like rip the bandaid and do it. But, um, 
no matter what your profession is, I guarantee you there is something that you know how to do well enough that you can teach, that you can use to solve a problem that someone is having right now. So yeah, maybe you are a, um, a server in a restaurant and maybe that isn't the sexiest sell online to teach a class, like how to be the best server in the world. But um, maybe you've also built a tiny home before or you know how to tile a backsplash, or you're a really good knitter. Well, right now, people are stuck in their homes with extra time on their hands, and people are fixing up their homes. They're learning new skills. They're learning new hobbies. So you can solve a problem that way by teaching a skill or giving someone um, a step-by-step process that they otherwise would have really struggled to find. Um, so I want you to start thinking about, you know, your hobbies, your skill sets, all of that. Some are going to be more obvious than others. You know, like you said, like if you're a teacher, well, there's a lot of things you can teach right now. There are parents at home who are becoming teachers for the first time. So, I mean, you can get as creative and specific as you want. In fact, I would encourage specificity, but you can teach a class on how to set up a 10 by 10 home classroom for your child with ADD, right? Super specific. And there are plenty of people who are really scrambling right now to provide a specific um, education plan for a special needs child. Or even, you know, how do you, how do you write curriculum? Um, in a more creative way. Maybe you're gonna teach teachers how to write curriculum. Um, you know, there, there are more obvious problems that people are having right now that you can think, how can I spin this? Mm-hmm. Or not spin as an icky word, but how can I position this to serve them in this specific problem that they're having? But um, the reality is anything that you are good at, whether it's yoga or gardening or cooking or graphic design, somebody is looking to learn right now. So you can, you can kind of like just really reach the depths of your mind. Think about what you love doing, um, how you spend your free time on the weekend. Um, what do your friends text you and ask you about? You know, like I just ordered some seeds offline on Amazon because my daughter and I are going to kill some flowers. Like I just thought that'd be a fun thing to do. Like we could just try to grow some flowers. And um, my dad is a landscaper. So I've been texting him like, Hey, what, what products do I need to get? What do I need to get on Amazon? What seeds are going to be good cutting flowers? What's going to be easier to grow? Um, I want, I want a friend to tell me how to do this because mm-hmm. I have the time to do it but I also don't have the brain space to go like do all the Googling. So if somebody showed up in my Facebook um, saying, Hey, I'm teaching a um, gardening class for $20, how you can start your own garden for the very first time ever, just using what you already have. I'd pull it out my credit card in two seconds. So, um, you know, when you're just brainstorm, write down everything that you do as a hobby that your friends text you to ask you about that you do in your profession that you know at least the beginning steps well enough to articulate them back and you do not have to be an expert you just need to be two steps ahead of somebody else that's it stay with us we'll be right back hey photographers are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet growing a business is tough You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passions, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. 
The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. I I love that you just said that at the end because that's a big block for a lot of people is they think, well, I'm not an expert at that. Well, that's a... It's really easy. And I, and this, I get this in my head all the time, even with this podcast is I'm thinking like, there's so many other people that are further along than me in different ways, but there's also so many other people that are, that are just starting out that I'm several steps ahead of. And so, yeah, you don't have to be the best of the best at something to turn around and teach the person behind you, you know? And I think like I have a neighbor, I would, the other day I was going for a walk with, and she is really, she's kind of, she has like a little storefront that she, um, it's a little flower shop. And she was like, I can't sell, I can't make deliveries. I can't do this. She just opened her storefront and she was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, you're constantly posting about like your garden and you're all this kind of, I'm like, tell people about that. She goes, well, that's not like what I'm an expert at. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be the best of the best. You don't have to be giving Ted talks on this. Like you just need to have somebody who's never done it before, like me, who's like, mm-hmm. Hey, I think it'd be fun to plant some vegetables and learn how to do that. And I would, like you said, I would do that in a heartbeat or the people who are, you know, learn like are super into fitness and they may not be personal trainers. They may be, you know, have a day, a desk job by day, but they really enjoy working out and they really enjoy health and fitness. Well, now's the perfect time to get on there and teach other people how to start a fitness routine from home, how to eat healthy when you're stuck at home, you know, all these things, how to cook healthy meals, because now that people have the time and they have the, um, I guess the time mainly, but the, they don't have much else going on. They don't have an excuse to not do certain things right now. And so now's the perfect time to kind of say, Hey, this is something I've been interested in. This is something I'm good at. Let me share it with the rest of the world. So yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it it takes a little bit of creativity and just you just have to tell yourself that somebody else wants to know what you know and that you have the skill set to teach it. I mean, I could I could literally like I have a list just because I was brainstorming, I have a list of like over 50 different classes that I would sign up to take right now that maybe I wouldn't have taken last month. Like mm-hmm. just another example, I I can cook. I don't love to cook. We probably eat out or eat Chipotle 30 to 40% of our weeks. And then the other ones are super easy meals. Well, maybe you're a stay at home mom and that's your full-time job and you can rock some freezer meals and you do freezer meals for your family every single week or once a month. Guess what? I spent over an hour, like on Pinterest coming up with a freezer meal plan for the next month because I wanted to do one grocery shop get it all in the freezer and then just know that we have dinners. And I've never done that before. And I would have paid someone money to save me that time to give me a grocery list, to tell me when to chop, what to chop, what bags to put it in. Um, I mean, I would, I would have paid money for that in a heartbeat rather than spending an hour and a half with my toddler, like throwing grapes at my head, trying to do it. Right. Well, and that's the other thing that I thought of too, is that I hear this excuse a lot and not even just in this phase, but just in general is, well, why is somebody going to pay me for this when they can go find it for free on Google? And I think you just hit it kind of on the nail nail on the head. It's like, you don't have the brain space and you don't have the hours to sit down and spend all that time piecing together the information you find on Google. Because most of the times when you go to those things, and you come across a block was like the freezer meal example, because I've looked for those as well. And you'll find one recipe here and one recipe here, but you have to kind of piece together what you're finding. And that does, it takes time, it takes energy, and you're going to get distracted. Whereas if I could pay someone 20 to $25 and they tell me exactly what I need, they give me a grocery list, they give me the recipes, you know, they walk me through the process all in one place, that's worth my money in my, t- in my opinion. Oh, for sure. And people will always pay for a process. And if you can, let's just stay on that example. If you can come up with, 
you know, three recipes that use peppers. So all of a sudden my grocery list is smaller, but my output is much bigger. Well, I didn't want to go looking for three different recipes that use peppers so I can get one big bag of peppers and then make three meals out of it. But if you give me that shopping list, you're saving me time, you're saving me money, you're saving me mental energy, which are all things that people are struggling with right now. So if any step-by-step process you can do to save someone time, energy, stress, or money, somebody will put at a value that they will throw their credit card at. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah, that's so true. Okay. So let's say that we have an idea, you know, we've come up with the idea of the freezer meals or the at-home workouts or the gardening or whatever the idea is. So what's the next step in putting it into something that's tangible, something people can actually purchase or get from us? How do we do that? Yeah. I'm just going to walk you guys through step-by-step how you can, I mean, crazy low budget, very little time and no tech knowledge, get an online class up and running and people paying for it. Um, and at the end of this, I have a free resource for you guys. I have literally every, every step in the process, um, all of the links you need for all of the software, um, and then specific workflows, like examples of exactly what this looks like. So really you should be able to follow this step-by-step. So I'm um, definitely grab that. So you don't have to be taking notes and, and that'll be that I, in the show notes too. So people can just scroll down and click on it. It'll take them right there quick and easy. Perfect. Yeah. Grab that from the show notes. And then one thing before you even think about setting up your class that I want you to have in the back of your mind is the marketing. Because if people can't understand the value of what you're offering, they might struggle to plug in their credit card right now. But if you can position whatever class you're offering to solve a problem that somebody is having right now. So like maybe if just a gardening class pops up, someone might not it might not register in their brain, but if something with the title like um, uh, gardening 101 for people who have never gardened before, and I mean, this is a terrible title, but like (laughs) position, like you've never gardened before. And now all of a sudden you have to live a little house in the prairie lifestyle, right? Which is true. Like Mm -hmm, how are we all like going little house in the prairie? So just think about how you can um, position your offering to solve a very specific problem that somebody's having right now. Okay. So really quick, rapid fire. We're going to go through the steps, but you do not have to take notes. Cause like I said, it's all going to be in that free resource for you. So once you figure out the topic that you have the confidence to teach that can solve a problem someone is having right now, you've got to figure out what is the best, um, mode or delivery delivery of teaching this. So does the, the, um, the content that you're sharing, does it make the most sense in a one-on-one coaching model? So an example for that might be, um, acting lessons, singing lessons. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but anything that, um, has a really, if, if you are not already an online coach, like if you don't do life coaching or something like that, something that has a really specific, outcome that um, someone is going to have an immense value in working one-on-one with you where you're going to be able to give them individual specific feedback. So maybe you don't have a step-by-step process that anyone can follow, but you know you can connect with this person one-on-one and give them a big transformation by working closely with them. So you can do a one-on-one coaching or lesson model. So that will be, um, they'll get more of a transformation. It'll be more specialized, but you're also going to be able to reach fewer people because it's harder to scale one-on-one but you can charge more, which we'll talk about price in a minute. So that's one option. A live workshop is another one. Um, If this sounds scary, it is so much more simple than you think. Um, And I'm going to walk you through that. But that's something that you would do at a set specific time, a date and a time, but can deliver to um, an infinite amount of people. So maybe you cap it at 20 people, but you also could do 100, 200 people. So you could deliver a live workshop Or you can do a recorded workshop, which means you do the product, you you create this product at home by yourself, and then you deliver the content recorded, set up and ready to go again and again and again to people who um, pay for it. So that's kind of the first step is just picking, am I doing the one-on-one coaching, a live workshop, a recorded workshop? And next, I want you to think about pricing. Now, I pause really quick because I think one thing I want to back up to is the recording part or the, Mm -hmm. the, the workshop part, because I think another thing people, and again, I'm going based off of my own ideas Mm -hmm. here is the idea that 
oh God, that means I have to be in front of the camera. But I want to clarify that though some of that recorded content or even the live content, it doesn't have to be like your face on camera. It could be a PowerPoint presentation that you've created. It could be, you know, a PDF file that you're kind of going through and walking people through with just your voice. Like, I don't want people to feel like they have to be like front and center on camera if they don't feel comfortable with that, that they, it can be other means of a video type content that is teaching without you having to be, have people staring at your face for however long. 100%. And, and yes, you can do it in whatever, um, uh, way you can package it and feel confident and comfortable. And I will say, if you can show up with your college buddies on a zoom meeting for a happy hour, you can do this. Yes. That is everybody. Everybody is connecting face to face digitally right now. We're doing church online. We're doing happy hour online. We're doing family dinner online. And if you can click a zoom link or um, watch a Facebook live, you can do this. You do not have to have perfect makeup, perfect hair, perfect lighting, perfect clothing. Like throw all of that out the window because no one is expecting you to show up like a YouTube star. They are just asking to learn what you know. So if you can do family dinner on Zoom, then you can do this. And if you can't, well, I'm going to teach you how. But um, perfection is like, it's not that it's not required. It's not even expected. It's not wanted. We just want the information and the transformation. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I was just wanting no, to throw please that in there. Do. Please do. I, I want to make sure that your audience is getting what they need. So please keep interrupting. So, so we've thought about what we're teaching, how we're going to teach it. And now I want you to think about pricing because that is really important. So I want to give you guys some tips for pricing. Um, you know, so many times, like we're told, like charge your worth, charge your worth, which obviously as a woman, I believe like you, your hourly time is probably a hundred dollars more than what you would even value it at. And this is not the time to price gouge. <laughs> this is the time to give more value for less money. This is the time to make things accessible to people. And it's the time to make your class a no-brainer. So if someone would say, oh, I would charge twice that, then you're probably charging about the right amount because you want it to be a no-brainer. So the bigger the win or the bigger the solution or the outcome or the transformation that you're providing, the higher the price is going to be. So I want to give you guys a couple examples. So like maybe you're teaching a beginner's knitting class that is literally how to knit, how to purl, how to make a scarf, like the easiest things that you can do in knitting, but for someone who has never knitted before. Well, your expertise is valuable, but also that's, that transformation is not going to be life-changing for someone. So maybe you're going to charge around $17 for that. And then you can sell that to a lot of people, $17 times a hundred people. Well, that's a pretty good payday, right? Yeah. Um, and if you include um, a scarf pattern, well, you've added more value. Maybe you can up the price or maybe you just made it more of a no brainer. If you're teaching a four week freezer meal class complete with a grocery shopping list, well, that's a bigger outcome. I'm feeding my family for a whole month with one shopping trip and you're giving me the shopping list to do it. So I don't have to think about that. So I would probably pay like $37 for that. Or if you're teaching a one-on-one -on -one singing lesson, maybe you're charging 40, 50, $60, depending on your level of expertise, um, how specialized that niche is and how big of a transformation you are providing your audience. Um, so again, like with one-on-one -on -one coaching, you're going to be delivering more specialized in, um, instruction. You can charge higher. Um, a one-to-many product, like an, a live recording or a recorded recording, you're going to be charging slightly lower. And then the more support you can provide, whether it is PDFs, um, Google Docs. I mean, guys, I'm talking simple, 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 like literally a Google Doc that you just share with people, um, a checklist. But the more support that you can provide doesn't have to be designed and pretty, the higher the value is going to be. And then this is just my fun little marketing tip. Prices that end in seven sell better. Like something about the psychology of seven. So 17, 27, 37, 47, just price that. And that will... Um, I don't know. That is just proven psychology research says this. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. I was curious because I've heard that before. I've heard that like seven, I've heard not to do nines for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, I guess, because people feel like that's too much of a sales trick, Mm -hmm. but I'd heard sevens. And I think I heard four was another good one. Maybe I guess, cause it's just kind of right below, like, like 24 sounds better than 25. Um, so that's really interesting, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Cause I had heard that before and I wasn't sure if that whole seven is a good number was the valid thing or not. It is. And maybe like in two years when everyone catches on and seven becomes the new nine, like there'll be a different <laughs> number, but like studies do show that that is what, um, increases conversion. So why not use it? Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you're ready, we can talk about the tech, the setup and how you collect payments. Yes. And I think feel like I can feel the collective heart palpitation. Like just by saying tech and setup, like everyone just got really stressed. This is so much easier than you think. It's basically free. And with the, um, the document that I'm giving you guys, you can just click the links and get every single thing that you need. It is that easy. So if you're doing a one-on-one, then you're going to need a scheduling app just because it's going to make your life a lot easier. So you're not like trying to like change a poopy diaper while someone's like, do you have Wednesday at nine available? Right. Um, so if you, I love using acuity, I'm just going to give you one option. There are more out there. You can Google. I'll just tell you what I personally use. Um, you don't have to write that down. The link is in the document, but acuity is free. Um, you can set up your availability. You can set up different kinds of availability. So maybe you have a 30 minute lesson, you have an, a 60 minute lesson, and you also can integrate it with zoom with like one click of a button, which means that when somebody uses your scheduler to sign up for a time, it automatically generates a zoom link and it sends it to their email. And that is a step you do not have to do. I want you to think about automating as much as possible because we're already under stress. We're trying something new. Let's minimize the steps, minimize the time, minimize the stress. So if you're doing one-on-one, you're going to want to have a scheduler. If you're doing a live or recorded, well, you're setting the time or you're just sending it to them at their request. So let's talk about filming or recording. I've mentioned Zoom quite a few times. I'm pretty sure we all should be buying stock in Zoom right now because like the whole world is using Zoom. Like I taught my grandmother how to use it. Um, so I saw, I saw a meme the other day that was like, who's behind this COVID-19 and it was like a Scooby-Doo. They pull the mask off and it was like Zoom. Cause I'm like, it's so true. I mean, that's what we're using right now to record this. And I'm like, I've used it almost every single day. And I was already using it pretty regularly for my business. But I think even people who have never used it before are like, this is amazing. And it is. So yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. It's amazing and it's so easy. So anybody who hasn't used it before can really easily figure it out. And so Zoom is free. They do have paid options. So it is free for anyone doing a one-on-one call for an unlimited amount of time. So if again, if you're doing one-on-one lessons, boom, you're set. If you are going to be talking with more than one person, so let's say you're doing um, like a live training, then it is free up to 40 minutes. After that, it is, you can pay $15 a month for up to a hundred people for up to 24 hours. So that is one option to just think about, does that, does that work for you and your budget and recording? Um, Loom rhymes with Zoom, but totally different service is another great tool. It is a free website. You can use it to record your screen. So again, if you don't want your face on video, but you have something that you can walk someone through, you don't have to know how to use PowerPoints. You don't have to use slides. Just click through your computer and show them what you're doing on Loom. Um, they are free. They also have a paid option, but I did link to their COVID-19 statement because they have provided some extra um, provisions right now nice. to help people um, who are trying to scramble with out of big budget. So um, they have some really great offerings. Um, you can record on your phone for free. You can easily, um, your phone is definitely good enough. Get in front of a mirror, 
prop your phone up at eye level, use a GPS holder with a suction cup, set it up against some books, just do whatever you have to do. Mirror is, or you're sorry, I said mirror window, get in front of a window, um, and record on your phone. And then you can, uh, airdrop it to your computer or upload it to Google drive. And then, um, the simplest and easiest and probably most accessible is going to be a Facebook live. So I will talk about that in a minute, but I'm um, just recording a Facebook live in a private group is going to be the easiest thing you can do. And then when it comes to where you actually store this content, if you're doing, um, a live class or workshop or recorded YouTube is free. Google Drive is free. Vimeo is $20 a month. So it just depends on your needs, but those are going to be great options and they're really easy to figure out. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about once you have your class ready, you know what you're teaching, you know the price, people are buying it. Um, how do you get this to them? So you can use your current email service provider. If you have Gmail or Yahoo, that's going to be the easy, well, not the easiest. It's going to be the most simple because you're not going to have to learn anything new, but it also will be challenging to automate and save time. So I do recommend, especially if you are going to have any sort of online presence or business in the future, having an email service provider. Um, I know that you love ConvertKit. ConvertKit is great. It has everything you need. I actually use Flowdesk, which is a newer. I just switched to Flowdesk, actually. There you yes. go. There love you go. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I love Flowdesk. It's in beta, which means you get beta prices. Yes. And, um, it has a lifetime price, no matter how big your list, beautiful, easy, like drag and drop templates. You can set up automated emails, really, really simple. Um, and I probably am going to do some like Flowdesk tutorials and workshops. So if that's something you're interested in, um, if you grab this, this free, um, document, you'll be on my email list and you'll know if that's happening, when that's happening. So, um, getting it to them, I definitely recommend using email. You know, it'll be hard to keep track of like a Facebook message or a Instagram DM. Um, and then for payment, um, you can collect payment through PayPal. Um, you can request money. You can invoice. Um, if you're tech savvy, you can add a PayPal button onto like a landing page. That's going to be free and easy. You, it is going to take out 3% of what you collect, but so does pretty much every other payment service. Um, and you can just build that in or consider it cost of doing business. Stripe is another great one for integrating. If you already have a website and um, you have a little bit of tech know-how, it's, it's not that hard at all, but Stripe is a really great uh, tool for you to use. I don't recommend using Venmo because their um, policy does prevent you um, from using it for like business purposes. So you would not be compliant and why not just set yourself up for success? So those are all of the tools that I would use to, um, to decide, deliver, announce, collect payments for this class. Are you ready for just a couple examples of step-by-step -step what this could look like, depending on yeah. how you're doing it? Absolutely. Okay. Cause I, I learned by examples and you probably heard all yes. of that. You're like, great. You said things. What does that mean for me? <laughs> <laughs> so really quick, let's say you're doing a one-on-one -on -one lesson, four steps, four steps. You're going to create a PayPal link. It will take you no time at all. You're going to share that link with the people who want to buy your lesson. So maybe you made a post on social media or um, you let people know, hey, I'm offering this free um, monologue training for your next acting audition, okay? You have your PayPal link. You're gonna share it with them. You're going to create an acuity link. And as soon as they send the payment, you are going to send an email with the acuity link for them to schedule their, um, their lesson. And then that will automatically send them a zoom meeting. And all you have to do is show up and teach the lesson. Boom, done. Okay. If you're doing a live workshop, got a couple more steps and some of these do include some marketing steps that are just going to set you up for success. But honestly, everything outside of getting paid and then delivering the content can be optional if it feels overwhelming to you. So live workshop, you're going to select a date and time for your workshop. You're going to create a PayPal link. You're going to share that PayPal link with um, potential students. You can do that in a templated email through Flowdesk to save you time. You are going to create a meeting link in Zoom or set up a closed Facebook group and just set it to private or secret. Name the group the title of your workshop. 
then you can email out the Facebook group link or the Zoom meeting link with all of the date and time and details to anyone who has already paid. Then you just show up and you share your brilliance. You can record it if you're using Zoom, you can save it to computer or the cloud, and you also can download a Facebook Live video. Um, you can just Google that. It's not that hard at all. Um, and then you can upload it to Google Drive, YouTube, Vimeo, and then you send out that recording to anyone who's already paid so that they have it with a thank you email. That's it. And you can do that over and over again. You can do that once a month. You can do it just once. If you're going to pre-record your content, you're going to create your PayPal link. You're going to share your link. You're going to record in Zoom. You can show up as a one-person meeting and hit record in Zoom, and all of a sudden you have a free video. You can record on Loom. You can record on your phone. And then you just upload it to wherever you're going to store it, Google Drive, YouTube, Vimeo, adjust the settings to make it private, and then you send out that link in an automated email to all paying students. So that's something that you could sell again and again and again once you have the actual digital product created. And then one thing I don't want to go through right now because I really wanted this training to be for someone who has never taught online before, never sold anything online. I want this to feel so doable. I want you to have so much confidence in it. But if you do have an online presence and an online business and you're wanting to package your skill set into an online class so that you can scale or you want to create a new class, I do have a slightly more in-depth funnel. Um, listed in that, like the workflow in that, um, that document that I have for you guys is just nine steps. And it does include some email marketing assets, just like when you would send them out, what you should send out, that kind of stuff. So if you're wanting something a little bit more in depth, that is in there as well. I just didn't want you to feel overwhelmed. So what questions do you have? Sorry. I just No, that's, so, oh my gosh. Like I'm just sitting back listening, thinking like I'm already like learning a few things too. Um, no, I think that's awesome. I think you've gone through like so much great stuff. And I know for everyone listening that has never created online courses or programs or done anything virtually like that before, maybe you're used to, you know, teaching in-person classes one-on-one or, or you've never done this before. It can feel really overwhelming, but I love that you've broken it down into such simple steps and all the programs that you recommend, like are things that I have used. And I think they're amazing. I think that's, a, those are great choices. So I don't particularly have any specific questions right now that I can think of. I'm sure that if our audience has any, they can reach out to you. Um, obviously if they download your guide, they'll have access to you through email. Um, I'm sure you're, you don't mind them reaching out to you via email with any questions they may have, things like that. Oh, of course not. And I mean, I've been spending a lot of time just brainstorming with people, you know, people will send me a DM and say, Hey, I am a kindergarten teacher. What can I do right now? I'm a dance yeah. teacher. What can I do right now? I you know, what, like whatever their specialty is, I have a video production company. What do I do right now? And mm -hmm. so we can just talk about like, that's, that's kind of my superpower is that brainstorming. <laughs> I love doing it. I love figuring out what we can offer and how we can offer it. Um, and actually if it's okay, yeah. I have been getting one question that I thought would be, yeah. be really helpful to address. Cause this has come up over and over and over again from the people, um, at least in my sphere and my audience, is the thing that everyone is really anxious about right now is it feels really icky and gross oh, yeah, yeah. to be marketing right now. And so if that's the thing holding you up, I do want to address that because if that if that's something that you're concerned about, chances are you're not going to be coming across that way. You won't be perceived that way. That's not going to really be something that you need to worry about. But I also think it's a really valid fear because this is, I mean, yes, we might have lost some of our income or maybe our clients kind of ghosted us, but there are people that are literally dying. There are people that are losing their jobs, their livelihood that can't pay for food. Like there are people with really deep problems. And so I don't want to be disrespectful and say, this is the time to just get creative and this will be so much fun. And isn't it great to stay at home? Right. But also there are people that now have brand new problems they've never had before. And the number one way to not be icky and not be gross is to solve problems. So as 
a small business owner, you are being affected and it is okay to get creative and to say, how can I thrive right now? And how can I do that from a place of service, not selling? So it is not icky to show up and say, Hey, this is a skill that I have that I can use to be helpful to you right now. It is icky to use fear and scarcity and shame and anxiety and all of that. That is gross. Don't do that. And if you're not a medical professional, stop giving out COVID advice. (laughs) But if if you are a medical professional and that is how you can serve, then show up, let people know how you can solve their problem. And you're not going to be manipulating, manipulating or taking advantage of. So if you feel icky, then just figure out how you can serve how you can solve problems. And it is okay to put a price tag on that because at the end of the day, we all need to come out of this Mm -hmm. thriving. And the best thing we can do is to keep our economy going and to keep helping people. And I don't think that your family should starve because you feel icky. So I just really, that's really important for me to share and to sell because it's been like the number one thing people have been asking and the number one fear I've been hearing, which I really respect and honor because this is a time to be delicate. Um, and I just think that we can thrive by, by being helpers and solving problems. Yeah, no, I, and that's, and that's a great question to answer because I do think that that is a valid concern that a lot of people have. And even within the photography community, you know, I've seen people doing like these little like front porch projects where they're walking around and they're taking pictures of families from a distance on their porch. Yeah. And there's been a lot of blowback on that. And I mean, the thing is you have to remember going into this, people are anxious, people are uncertain, people are nervous. And anytime those feelings come into play, you're going to have a little bit of pushback from people who don't necessarily understand or who don't, um, have the same opinion as you. And that's okay because any, and I say this with any business owner, you're going to have to find your people and like you said, if you're already have the mindset of, I don't want to come across as being like opportunist, opportunistic, mm-hmm. then you're going to take into account how you're putting yourself out there so that you don't come across that way. You're already being sensitive to, to that and you're already changing how you present things to be sensitive to people. So you're doing your part. And if there are people who don't understand that, to some degree that's on them and you have to just kind of block that out and focus on the people who are appreciative of what you're offering and the problem you're trying to solve for them. Yeah. And cause at the end of the day, if you're not a medical professional, you can't really solve the biggest problems people are yeah. having right now. Like I cannot prevent someone from getting the disease. I cannot help someone who has it. Like I can do my part. My family is sheltering in place, but what I can do is help business owners thrive online right now. And so I have been giving away a lot of free information, a lot of value. I did a free workshop training. I have this resource that I'm sharing with you guys. And, um, with, you know, some of the, the clients that are hiring me right now, I'm saying, Hey, you're taking a chance on me, guess what? I'm going to give you the package that you just, um, booked me for and like three other things. Right. So there's a lot of ways that you can figure out what can I do and how can I use that to serve people? And I just think that that's a really good thing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been so amazing. Thank you so much, Brittany, for sharing your expertise and your tips and advice. And I would love to have you back on again sometime soon to talk more about sort of the content side of things that we had originally kind of talked about sharing on here. So please come back and be on here again and share more of your wisdom with us. I would love that. Oh my gosh, anytime. And you know, if you guys start teaching and selling your online classes, one, I want you to reach out and tell me so that we can send it out to my email list because I want to promote you right now. And then two, we can move on to like 2.0, right? Like we can do 201. We can talk about marketing it and um, what a little email like launch sequence can look like and what your sales page can look like once you gain the confidence doing this. But I just want you to start at the beginner level and just start teaching and just know that you can make money online and then tell me about it. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much. So Brittany, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, obviously I will link to all of your um, website and the freebie in the show notes, but tell them where they can find you on social media, how they can follow you, learn more about you and what you offer. 
Yeah. Well, honestly, the best place to connect is my email list. That's where I give the most value. That's where people know what I'm doing first. They get discounts, all that stuff. Um, and so you can jump on that by just grabbing that free guide that gives you everything we talked about today. And um, my emails are funny. So if you just want a good laugh, hop on there. And if you want um, to connect in another way, I usually hang out on Instagram at Brittany L. McBean. And um, we can chat, we can DM, and we can just talk about life and messaging and entrepreneurship and momming and all of that fun stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on here. Enjoy your little one today. I hope she doesn't wear you out too much. (laughs) You too, girl. You too. I feel like Uh, we're all like moms giving each other like the Katniss signal. Yes. Like I got you. We're good. And go open a bottle of wine later. (laughs) (laughs) I got so excited. My mom and I saw a total side note here, but we are, um, have this little little membership at a local winery that we go to. Uh And so every quarter they, we order like a, a, what is it called? A case of wine. And we were supposed to go pick up our first case of the year for the first quarter, like three weeks ago. And we didn't make it out there. And then of course everything got shut down. And I got an email the other day that was like, we will ship it to you if you were not able to come pick it up. And I was like, this is the best email I have received all week long. <laughs> I was like, they will ship me my wine. This is amazing. <laughs> yep. I love it. I mean, see, everyone's just getting creative and figuring out yeah. like, how can I help you out? Like that's just, yeah. it's brilliant. It's so great. So great. Well, thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon and I appreciate everything you've done for our audience and for sharing your expertise. So thank you again. Thanks for having me on. All right. Talk to you soon. All right, guys, make sure you head over to the show notes and grab that free resource that she's offering. Make money online by teaching what you know. It's got everything we talked about today in this episode, plus links to all of the resources she mentioned, all of the technology options that she mentioned, as well as some really great extra bonus tips we didn't even touch on today. And don't forget, guys, I want to know what you're creating. I want to know what you're putting out there. So head over to the Facebook group and let us know what it is that you are teaching others. Then we can promote you. We can share your information. We can share your content and get more eyes on what it is that you are putting out into the world and how you are helping others in this crazy time and beyond. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave me a quick review. I know last week I asked for that as a one-year birthday present for the podcast. So again, I'm always happy to have those reviews. I read every single one. They completely mean the world to me. So don't forget to go leave a review over on iTunes. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you back here next week, same time, same place. 